When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Monday on the Horn, the good, the bad, and the ugly from the uh, busy weekend. It was the final weekend of July. There was, you know, busy. Was, uh, the Texas Rangers, busy. No question about it. Also, uh, Longhorns are about to get busy. It's training camp time. Starts this week. Steve Sarkeesian will uh, preview camp tomorrow with the news conference, and then uh, off they go. About 32 days to the opener, so um, come Wednesday with the first on-field practice. That will be 30 days. To get ready for the Rice Owls, and boy, that Alabama game comes pretty quick right after that. A very promising season for the Longhorns, uh, anticipated. The all-gas, no-excuses year for Steve Sarkeesian, and I love the fact that Steve Sarkeesian is embracing, I think he's using my phraseology, that's my log, you know, term for the season. Same time, uh, whatever you want to put on it, he is embracing the idea that this team has uh, all it, all the players it needs, the championship mindset to go win a Big 12 championship on their way out of the Big 12. So we'll talk plenty of Texas football, Cowboys football as well, plus baseball at the trade deadline. Monty Williams is here. And as we told you, if you missed it Friday, uh, and hated if you did, Bucky and I did our final show together. Bucky made Friday his, his final day as part of our staff reduction here at the Horn. And uh, uh, the Horn will move forward, and we will continue to talk about that. But at the same time, it's going to be difficult to not uh, keep doing the show with my buddy. And that's uh, just... Part of the biz, I guess, Monty. You've been in the media biz a long, long time. Well, you know what makes it what makes it tough is that everything happens in public, very public, and you, you know, I mean, you've had to answer. It, it, it's hard when people, you know, lose their jobs and have to move on, and and economic forces, you know, end up uh, pummeling a group. You know, trying to rise from the ashes or trying to make the best of the situation, or simply pivot and go in a new direction. That can be really hard when. When you can't, you know, when you are also answering questions in public to the degree you can. And I think you've I think you've done a really good job trying to trying to answer all these questions, because let me tell you, you become very close friends with someone, even if you've never met them. You become very close friends with someone if you're in the car every day or in the office every day listening to you. You, you just and, be, and gosh, I mean, that's developed the... such a closeness over a decades. Well, and, and that's the as I said, at the way to the timeout, that's really and completely understand if what's gone on this last few weeks for listeners and i also know there are listeners out there that have been on vacation or not paying attention or to come back and go what the heck happened to our radio station i get both of those and that's just the way the the the, the medium works but you know for the folks where it's sometimes sounded clunky and clumsy that's because we had to react to some messaging that got out outside of our control and then we had to put out a message to put out a fire. Obviously, we were trying to meet with yeah. advertisers and media partners and people to explain what it was. And unlike most radio stations, there was kind of a, a the hope of a soft landing where people could say their, you know, say their piece and say their, you know, you know, find me where I'm going to land or wherever all those things that have gone on. But that's just, you know, I'm trying to give you the, the, the nuts and bolts of where it is and where it's going because 
the most important message now for for me is that the the, the horn will continue to exist. It'll go and, and hopefully thrive again uh, through these challenges. But at the same time, you just won't be able to listen on 104.9 FM. You can still listen on AM 1260, 101.9 FM, the Horn app, Horn FM. However you're listening now, if it's not 104.9, then you're good. Uh, if it is 104.9, then you just have to take the simple step of downloading the app and finding what I think is going to be a heck of a fun show with Rod Babers uh, on the app starting next week. And, uh, you know, somebody said, e, it's 33 days to the start of the Longhorn football season. Well, it's in seven hours at 2.30, it's going to go to 32 days. Because, so, look, if you go to the countdown clock, that's the way that's going to be. That's right. Because so, yeah. it gets a 2.30 kick with the Rice House. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me say one more thing about the app and getting in the getting in the car, turning on the car. The radio's already on one hundred four point nine. I'm listening to the horn, and now that's going to go away. You know, people who've either complained about the signal, which hasn't been good, and you've made no, you've you've certainly over the years have made no secret of that. But but people who get in and get into the car and complain that the signal is no good, it's kind of similar to somebody who says, you know, the the newsprint comes off on my fingers when I open my paper copy of the Statesman. Well, you know, that's that's because you're using old technology. You know, I mean, that is that is in a way dated technology that one simple lifestyle change and you can you can still have a horn in the morning. You know, I mean, it's it's right, but I also understand harbor habits are habits. Oh, and, they and, are. And it's that, very you know, difficult to break. Very difficult to break. But they can be broken. Right. And that app, if, I'm telling you, is easy to use and it works. Uh, if the, you know, the general audience wants to consume that product. And we hope the show we will put on starting next week will be something you would like to consume. And if you do, that's, you know, the information is that's how you're going to have to find it um, if you listen on 104.9 Daily. And that's uh, that's an important piece of it, obviously, because we want you to find it. And as you've said and I've said, it's going to be the only local sports conversation going on in this market. Or really, you know, if you want Longhorn football content and conversation, in you know, in the a.m., that's going to be it. That's that's it. Even if you live in Dallas or Houston or San Antonio, wherever you live, they'll be talking about there'll be some. Yeah, Texas beats Alabama. There'll be some conversation, but the deep dive stuff and the you know behind the scenes with the Longhorn football program uh, that will continue right here, and we're excited about that opportunity. But also, you know, it's been a tough month dealing with the uh, uh, the reduction and- of great people and great friends and all that's gone on here. But, uh, you know, you've been, your screenwriter, Monty Williams is with us. You're a member of the Screenwriters Guild, who are currently on strike, by the way, along yeah. with the actors. Um, you've been a part of TV shows that you poured your heart and soul into that got canceled. That's just, yeah. know, I mean, people who listen are out there. They've been a part of a job that they really loved or thought they were doing a great job, and all of a sudden it changed quickly. And that's what, you know, we all have been dealing with. And at the same time, through that, I feel fortunate they've invited me to stay and come back. And that's that's been tough because not everybody got that opportunity. So that leads to, you know, a, a rough J- July, but much rougher for them than me at this point. But at the same time, I am optimistic that we can get this thing back in in a, in a good course. But it's gonna it's gonna take you finding the app and listening to us, by the way, and also staying wherever you are. If you're already listening on 1260 or 101.9 or on the app, please keep doing that as we move forward through our transitions. But uh, that's the that's the short story. Ty Henderson is here. He will be here as well moving forward. Let's get to the headlines, trending topics to start your uh, busy Monday. UBO Business Services. Yes, let's start with Major League Baseball. And not a great weekend on the field for the stumbling Texas Rangers. The uh, AL West leaders made some waves off the field, though, ahead of tomorrow evening's trade deadline. On the field, Rangers dropped all three of their games in their series with San Diego this weekend. Got swept 
They lost yesterday 5-3. to three. Uh, Texas has gone 2-7 in their last nine games. Their lead over second-place Houston in the AL West down to a single game. Astros didn't have a great weekend either, by the way, on the field. They dropped 2 out of 3 to Tampa down at Minute Maid Park, but still just a game back. Uh, off the field is where the Rangers have made the moves. On Saturday, they agreed to a blockbuster deal with the New York Mets. They will bring the three-time Cy Young Award winner Max Scherzer to Arlington. Texas will send one of their top prospects, the infielder Luis Angel Acuna, younger brother of Atlanta star Ronald Acuna, to complete that deal. He was kind of stuck in the Ranger farm system with Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager playing uh, shortstop and second base. Then yesterday, the Rangers general manager Chris Young struck again, acquiring left-handed starting pitcher Jordan Montgomery and left-handed reliever Chris Stratton from the St. Louis Cardinals for three more prospects. Uh, they bring in two starting pitchers and a reliever over the weekend. Astros made a move Friday. They reacquired a familiar face to help shore up their bullpen. They sent AAA catching prospect Corey Lee to Chicago for right-handed reliever and former Astro Kendall Graveman, the right-hander. Also yesterday, Toronto acquired Cardinals fireballing reliever Jordan Hicks. Angels sent a pair of prospects to Colorado for outfielder Randall Gritchick and first baseman C.J. Crone. Baseball's trade deadline is set for 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Other scores from baseball last night. Round Rock dropped their series finale in El Paso 6-5. Also over the weekend, Austin FC struggles against opponents outside of MLS competition continued as they lost to FC Juarez 3-1 at Q2 Stadium on Saturday night. That completed a pretty miserable 0-2 showing in the inaugural Leagues Cup, meaning they're out of the tournament. They'll have plenty of time to reflect, get healthy. Their next scheduled match in the MLS is not for three weeks. College football, now 32 days to the start of the season for the Longhorns, or 33 if you're counting. Uh, Longhorns will play the Rice Owls at DKR. The four-week training camp begins this week. Head coach Steve Sarkeesian will have a camp opening press conference tomorrow morning. First on-field practice is scheduled for Wednesday. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. If you missed us earlier, we're going to dedicate uh, the bottom of each hour to the discussion of what's coming on the horn and how to keep the horn as part of your your daily routine, and uh, hopefully you will want to, even with all the changes. That'll be at 7.30. But, Monty, some uh, good, bad, and ugly from the weekend. Ty's Rangers making the moves. He's excited. Uh, We'll get back into that. But uh, some football chatter, uh, and we'll hear from Jerry, get into what Jerry Jones had to say. But let me say this. Coming out of, and and we said last week we painted this picture of, of what's to come, you know, Colorado's move, you know, officially saying, you know what, we want out of the Pac-12. No media rights deal has come. We're going where the getting's good. We're going to jump into the uh, Big 12, rejoin the Big 12 where we left in 2010. Maybe shouldn't have, but here we are coming back. Uh, Deion Sanders uh, and the football program with the full blessing of that move. And so now Colorado is in. Um, Brett McMurphy had this tweet over the weekend, Monty. Brett McMurphy Longtime college football writer, now writes for a, for a publication called the uh, Action Network. He said uh, in his tweet, Big 12 will add between one and three more schools to join Colorado in 2024. League will seek first other Pac-12 schools to join, which means the full court press is on from Brett Yormark to Arizona. And there have been reports from people I hear from the, that that heated up pretty good over the weekend. Uh, I've talked, I've told you that, that I've been told that Arizona has been willing to listen, kind of like Colorado this whole time. Arizona State, has, in their own state, has been the more, hey, be more patient, let's keep the Pac-12 together. So they've been, but now it feels like Arizona is even ready to maybe, you know, move on from that uh, to save themselves, big picture. Uh, we'll see. That's not done, but conversations being had. Also, the Oregon conversation is for real. That, that Brett Yormark, who visited with, Pat, uh, with Phil Knight, and the Phil Knight is Oregon <laughs> Athletics. Uh, Phil Knight, uh, they visited last summer, and they've reengaged those conversations. It's no secret the Oregon Ducks, as a program athletically, would like to be in the Big Ten. 
But at this point, there's been no sign that that invite is coming. So those conversations continue. There's been the discussion, would, would, you know, would the Big 12 bring Oregon in for one contract, knowing they want to be in the Big Ten and they may end up in the Big Ten down the road? But, you know, for the short term, have the brand Oregon in your conference as you regrow what, what the Big 12 is going to look like. That discussion is being had. Also, Utah would be another option, but Oregon, Oregon would be Arizona, Oregon would be huge for yeah. the Big Twelve. Mountain time is not Pacific time, you know. To, to me, I've had people tell me, "Well, Arizona is like picking up a California school or a West Coast school." No, I don't think it is. You know, I mean, to me, Arizona, Arizona State, and by the way, I've always heard they're moving as a package. That they've made a decision. Well, that's that, a, that's been what I've been told is the ongoing thing. But now that Arizona has seen Colorado leave, the Pac-12 has been further destabilized. And, you know, as we say on life support, can they even survive that Arizona may have to say, you know what, Arizona State, come with us or we're going. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you turn around and use your own leverage and say, look, we'd love you to be a package deal for the rivalries and where we are. But, you know, we, we got to go. Uh, we're not going to get locked in here uh, because, you know, Colorado leaving – Further, you know. Oh gosh, you, you decimates the, the conference, and so, uh, so. It, 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 but the, but let me finish the Brett McMurphy thing, and then I let you weigh in because if 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 Arizona and Oregon were to say no, which I, I I think there's a good chance one of the one or two one or both could join the Big Twelve, they would then the Big Twelve and Brett Yormark would move to add one team, which would be a group of five team, either UConn, Memphis, San Diego State, or UNLV to get to fourteen when Texas and Oklahoma leave. No SMU. SMU not in the mix. They 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 already feel like they have the Metroplex again. They want to expand the footprint, expand the footprint. Uh, those uh, conversations, but uh, UConn, Memphis. But obviously, first choice would be Arizona and, and Oregon to get yourself to sixteen. Big. I mean, so if you're yeah. if you're sitting at thirteen, you'd have to have three more. Uh, so Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Arizona, Utah, Oregon. Those are the conversations being had, or maybe just cycle just Arizona. Yeah, and just say okay, that's fourteen. Those are our teams. We're bringing in Arizona and Colorado, Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. We've already added Cincinnati, BYU, uh, Central Florida, and Houston. Uh, now we're a, a, again a fourteen-team conference, and that's how it's going to go. And then you, you know, play that until the, the next opportunity to add other teams, and that's where the Big Twelve is going to be. Of course, every everybody who thinks about conference realignment, it's always in the context of of football. Sure, but can you imagine a Big Twelve conference with Oregon and UConn? What kind of basketball conference and Arizona? that would be? And Arizona, yeah. Houston, yeah, Houston, oh, Kansas. Man. Well, that's Brett. You're thinking like Brett Yormark is, and he's thinking about a basketball only package that they could sell media white media rights wise that would net them great revenue. I mean, he, there's no doubt Brett Yormark is trying to position the Big Twelve as the SEC of basketball. If the SEC is the football conference, along with the Big Ten slightly behind it, he understands his Big 12 is never going to be on that, on likely to never be on par with that bas- football-wise. But basketball-wise, they, they have no peer, especially if you added Arizona and UConn uh, along with Oregon. Well, now you're, now you're uh, able to sell that package on its own because that would be some really compelling basketball. Oh, man. <laughs> Much like the SEC on a week-by-week basis is very compelling on the football field. So we'll take your thoughts. Uh, Arizona is the first choice. I, at least they're the most interested right now. So that's who Brett Yormark is engaging. Uh, there have been engagements with Oregon uh, behind the scenes. And obviously the Pac-12 is trying to you know push the panic the, button and find a way to save some things. Yeah, but you, we'll you, see. You, you talked about the Big 12. I mean the uh, Pac-12 being 
on life support but about to move to hospice, I think they're weekended Bernies. I mean, I think they're already dead and they're and they just, just being dragged around. That's, they just don't know it yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I think is going maybe on. So. I don't see them surviving at all. Well, and it's their own doing, but at the same time, uh, the Big that's... Twelve, Big Twelve being aggressive and them being not, has really led to this. One other big football conversation from the weekend, and there'll be tons of conversations on the football side coming with Texas going to camp and uh, all the coverage of that. But the Zach Martin holdout situation became pretty interesting over the weekend. I, you know, I'll just give my thought when Zach Martin held out and pointed out he's woefully underpaid that the Cowboys would, you know, find a deal and get him into camp. Let me read you what Jerry Jones had to say this weekend when asked about it. Jerry Jones was asked about the holdout, Zach Martin, and the stalemate. A blunt Jerry Jones responded, well, what can be done about it was the question. He said, nothing. He'll come to camp when he comes to camp. Uh, There's no resolution. There are a lot of consequences if he doesn't, meaning he'll lose a lot of money of the current contract. He's been at the top of the money all the way through, drafted high, and got a lot of money. Got a lot of money over the years. He reiterated that. It's just hard to get it all. The bottom line is nothing needs to happen. So Jerry Jones taking a hard stance. Now, when asked about, you know, why are you taking this hard stance, he was, again, very candid and very blunt. He said, it's not about precedent, it's about facts. We need the money to sign to pay Micah Parsons. said that. We need, a, um, we need the money to pay Parsons. We need the money to pay the players that we, got to, we have to pay in the future. It's a fact. It's not even a philosophy, just a fact. These dollars are there, and we have this at level. If you redid all the contracts, then you could never put a roster together. He's going to hold the line on Zach Martin saying, I can't, Zach, we've kept you at the top of the guard and the interior line spot for a long time. Now here, you know, you're, you are underpaid to the market, but you haven't been underpaid to the market for the first 10 years of your career. You've been at the top of it. We understand that now there's been some guards who have passed you and are making $6, 7000000 million more than you. But at the same time, we can't, we can't alter that contract because then that's a precedent. We'd have to do it for a lot of people in our locker room. And we got to pay Micah. And we got to pay C.D. Lamb. And, you know, we got young guys who are going to need contracts in the coming years. Uh, what do you say on this, Ty? You're the big Cowboys fan. Obviously, there's a he's trying to be very, very adamant about this. Same time, that's a, that's maybe the most uh, important person, not just on the field for the, for the Cowboys, especially on offense, but in that locker room, that is a, a pretty revered veteran and leader of that team. Uh, yeah, it's a little scary to hear those words coming out of his mouth. I I would like those conversations maybe to be happening behind closed doors, which I'm sure they have. Um, but I, I guess you've got to say something to the public if you're not going to make a, get a deal done. I don't think Zach Martin would go to the the point of like requesting a trade like Jonathan Taylor did this weekend or anything like that. But I don't know. Uh, the offensive line is a way, way different unit uh, without him on the field, like you were saying. Yeah, but and you know Jerry Jones does have a point. Look, we we've had you at the top of the uh, the pay mountain for a while now. Yes, you're now underpaid to that that. But we got to save our money for the next wave of young players, and that's that's the way this league works now, right? Your rookies are on rookie deals, and you know if they over if they either play up to that draft pick or they exceed that draft pick, those are the next guys that are going to need huge contracts. And Zach Martin was one of those guys. What Jerry Jones is saying: we drafted you in the first round, top twenty pick. We, you know, he was the guy that when Jerry was trying to get Johnny Manziel that they talked him out of, and he took Zach Martin, and that's been a godsend. But we took you high, so you got that 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 high rookie deal. Uh, then we paid you and made you the highest paid guard on a couple of occasions along the way here. And yes, here you are at 32 years old, and you're not. 
we can't change that precedent. We can't go back and do everybody like that. We got to we got to pay Micah and CD, and we got to get these deals done. So we'll see. The, the stalemate is, as Jerry said, nothing because he doesn't have any leverage. He's either going to hold out and lose a lot of money because as an under contract player, he will be it'll cost him, and not just missing games but missing practices at this point. Um, so how far does Zach Martin want to take it uh, becomes the question. My you know, well, anybody's guess, but it's pretty clear that this is not a not a, it does not sound like there's a lot of wiggle room and negotiation room for Zach Martin right now with Jerry Jones. The question will become, eh, can Steven come in, you know, work a deal, <laughs> get this thing done? I don't know. I don't know the answer. The Cowboys clearly have a plan for how they're going to approach. They, they got Trayvon Diggs done in this training camp on the day they opened. Uh, obviously, they are in talks with because after this season, after his third year is when Micah Parsons can get a long-term deal. Cowboys clearly would like to get that locked up. And if Micah Parsons is right, he's planning on being the best defensive player in the league this year uh, if he stays healthy. And you may have to pay the defensive player of the year uh, a new contract, which is going to be heavy. And C.D. Lamb, with more weapons around him, and and this, this, you know, know, if he has another big year and even maybe better than year one, uh, because the thing with C.D. Lamb, right, they they got rid of Amari Cooper in a cost-cutting move, and they didn't replace him. So it was really C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz as your main two receiving weapons last year. And you know, I think C.D., even though he had a good year, he got a lot of double coverage. He had, he had to face the number one corner each week. This year, you know, they, they feel like with Brandon Cook's addition, with Michael Gallup another year healthier, that there will be more support with the passing game. And, um, and they want to be a power running team, which would bring you back to Zach Martin, that you'd need to get that thing figured out. But they've got a plan for their young players and how they're going to assign them and stay within the cap. They've got Dak done. They let Zeke go, Trayvon Diggs sign, Micah and C.D. Lamb are the next big two. Uh, I said when this all started, this is this is no doubt this is calculated on Zach Martin's part because the the initial report went out a week before training camp from Zach Martin's agent essentially through Adam Schefter that he's not happy and he's woefully underpaid. He knows his agent knows they've got to get these young guys re-signed. Get yeah. yours while you can. If there's anything <clears throat> to get, get it. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, everybody talks about weapons, but only offensively. Micah Parsons needs weapons, too. Yeah. I mean, a defensive player very much needs other teammates that, that, that causes the offense problems. I mean, defensive players need need uh, need weapons. Parsons, I mean, well, I'm overshot, you know. Well, that's a draft pick, but the other part of it is for, for Zach Martin, and Jerry didn't say this, you know, they invested this offseason in keeping – as many of those defensive guys as they could. Donovan Wilson was re-signed, and Malik Hooker was re-signed, and Leighton Vander Esch was re-signed, and they acquired Stephon Gilmore in a trade who's making pretty good money this year. So all that adds up to, okay, we, we added pieces. We did, Zach, we just don't have the cash right now. we got to look to the future. So we'll see where that goes. Cowboy camp underway, uh, without a doubt, and that will be a top story moving forward. So the Big 12, what are they going to do next? Who's the next team if there is one? But pretty clear from uh, the reporting that they want to at least get one more before this cycle closes to uh, replace Texas and Oklahoma starting in 2024. And Jerry Jones saying he'll come to camp when he comes to camp. Coming back, we'll pick up the good, the bad, and the ugly from the busy weekend. Monty Williams is here. Ty Henderson here on the Horn. Hot or not for the top of the hour. That's always the uh, segment in which we talk conversations we've missed halfway through a busy show. And we'll be halfway through our four hours at the top of this hour. On the final day of July, 
Wrapping things up in the seventh month into eight, which means the countdown to football season is on at Cowboys camp. Lawhorn camp begins on Wednesday uh, as far as the first on-field practice goes. And we're also talking about the future of the Horn, which uh, hopefully is bright, but obviously it's been a challenging month of July. And a lot of great people here at our staff are going to be uh, having their last couple of days here with us. We've talked about it all month. And uh, I, as I've said, Monty or Monty Williams is in with us. Bucky had his final day on Friday. Um, the B&E show, as we knew it and know it, is no longer, unfortunately. And uh, just part of the whole transition and move that's being made. But uh, so Monty Williams is here with Ty Henderson, who, as we told you in the first hour, um, I have been asked to stay and be a part of the horn moving forward, which I feel grateful for. But at the same time, I feel terrible for a lot of great people around me who are not going to be back. And that's been a challenge. Uh, also, Monty, because people have asked, why didn't, you know, when I kept saying I, nothing's clear, I've been in kind of negotiations with them on, do I want to be here? This, you know, you know, there's a lot going on here. Sure. Like, we are a small business. We are a small company. I have got, you know, I've got bills to pay and mortgages and kids in college. Uh, is this the right place for me? Uh, but through those vetting processes and good conversations with as many of our board and our ownership group as I could, and I, I feel comfortable that this is this is going to be a, a good opportunity for me to continue talking sports in the morning with the people. Uh, and, and, you know, with Bucky's situation, you know, that was not a decision I had any part of. Uh, same time, they they as a an ownership group decided the two people they wanted to bring back and put on a show was myself and Rod Babers, and so that will be the show starting next Monday at 6 a.m. and it will run to 11 a.m. Uh, every morning. There also is going to be an afternoon drive show that is being developed, and we'll get your word on that as we can. But importantly, Rod and I will be doing a show uh, starting next Monday, and you know it'll be the only local sports talk show in the market. Talking sports in the morning, which we're excited about. I think we have an opportunity to capture you know, the Longhorn audience and people that want to talk sports and football uh, at a high level, uh, and that will be the plan uh, moving forward. But again, Mon- Monty is Monty is going to be my my questioner. If you have a question, we can take it. This will be the segments at you know the 30s that we talk about the future. But I, the thing I can only make clear is the Horn it will still exist. The Horn as a sports brand and sports entity will exist, and it's it's having a pairing back and a. What do we call that in, in business? Monty course correction. Yes, and we're doing that. But the horn, and you know, the, the the significant moves are the reduction in staff, and the lineup change, and that we have they have uh, sold the the one zero four nine FM signal as part of a deal. Uh, they've sold two signals, one zero four nine and one zero one nine FM, which was the bat. Those two have been a transaction has been completed. And so if you consume this radio station through 104.9 FM exclusively, and you, you know, you're not going to find it. Uh, you're going to find something else here in the very near future that isn't sports talk. And so you know, that, needs, that messaging needs to be out. Uh, but the, the horn will, will go on on 101.9 and AM 1260, but most importantly on the Horn app and at hornfm.com and on our Twitch channels and YouTube and all those things. And so... If you want to continue to consume it when when we fire it back up on next Monday, then you know you'll be able to, and it'll be there for you. Just like you, like I, I I've been taking in the new show, uh, not new show. It's an old show that I've, it's new to me, but Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. And so on my TV, I turn it on and it's Direct TV. I have to push the Netflix button, and then I can watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah, you know it's just part of the deal. You just you you know that's just how it works. And you know we are excited because you'll be able to listen to us on the app wherever you are anywhere you get internet and it's loud and clear and it's free doesn't cost you a nickel 
Now, some people have said it kind of drains their, their phone battery. Okay, then that's fair, but make sure you have a phone charger. But and but at the same time, we are streamlining that app to where it does take less of your of your battery. We've a lot of the UT. We're, no, we're not the home for UT athletics anymore, so a lot of that stuff is coming off of that app. Uh, high school football is being um, you know paired back uh, as part of this deal too. So just just get the app, have the app. Yeah, uh, and or, it, or or if you're you know bound to determined to listen in your car on your radio, turn to twelve sixty. AM signal That's strong. Apps. It you is. Know, strong. I mean, you got flip it you over there right options. now. You can listen to it. Download the app or listen to it on twelve sixty. Uh, and and let me ask you, what about availability of UT people for interviews? We'll is be back to the old school? days. No, I mean UT has a you know one of the reasons we got to talk to the football coaches and David Pierce every week. We were the we were the broadcast rights holder of UT athletics. And, you know, just as we're being revealing and candid, you know, we paid for that, right? It cost us. A significant amount of money, we, too. We paid UT to have those rights, and we obviously then could go sell those rights and to our media partners. But um, that comes with access to coaches on radio shows. If you're not the affiliate, and this is the case for every radio station in this market, is you get, like, we'll get one interview a year on air with Steve Sarkeesian um, and David Pierce. Maybe a little more, but I doubt it. I mean, uh, they have rules on that, and that's to protect the right the rights holder. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, you guys have a real personal relationship with some of these coaches, and you're saying that that, that it is you know, contractually they're not going to be able to do as many interviews with you as they did before. Because I mean, it seems no, we like you guys but, but, are real tight. Well, with David UT Pierce. would answer that fairly. That you know, we give you plenty of access. You can come to the press conference. You can come cover. We give player availabilities. You know, David Pierce comes on our show every week, but at the same time, he does media availabilities that we can go to, and that's the access we'll have, and we will do that. No, there's no doubt. We'll we'll make sure we're down there talking to Coach Pierce and bringing that back. And uh, I don't plan. I know the way Rod is to have any different level of coverage of Longhorn athletics and Longhorn football. We will have less on-air access to those coaches, uh, but the access is available. We've we've had the luxury of not always having to be at those press conferences and those availabilities. Now, our, you know, people like Jeff Howe and Craig and others have been at all those, and that's been our luxury. We won't have that, so we're going to have to go like we used to. i got to go dig for it a little bit there, Monty. we got to go talk to the people, uh, and we'll do that. We will do that because that, that show from 6 to 11 every morning is going to be, um, you know, people's lifeline to – UT sports, I think, and because no one else in this market is planning to do, as far as I know, a morning show. I mean, that's that's something right there that you'll still be the only sports show in the morning in 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 this market. That, that's that's very important. And also, I mean, for for listeners who obviously listen all day long, as I do, and know what Rod brings, Rod brings this incredible amount of preparation. You are incredibly prepared. I've seen it firsthand from being the guest host a lot and coming in here and seeing the amount of work you do. That is going to be. One well-prepped show every morning. I mean, going to be like intimidatingly prepared for that show. And uh, I mean, there, there's a lot. There's a lot to be excited to. I mean, excited for to to to, well, to see what's coming. It's, and it's, I, I it's think a new you challenge. And, you and Rod are going to have a great show. Well, I, I do too. And it doesn't mean I don't didn't love the 24 years well, I spent with Bucky and all those things. But at the same time, yeah. And you know, I think I'll be like Rod's tenth host and. His radio career, <laughs> oh yeah. Co-host, so he's been through them, but yeah, we're excited about that. Ty Henderson is going to pr- produce our show, which we're excited about too. And um, you know, that's a decision. Again, these decisions were make a, made above me. Um, this was just something I had to vet to find out if it's what I wanted to agree to. 
Um, yeah, but you're the ones, you know, be, being the, 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 the public face of it all, you're the ones who take the lashing a lot. I mean, it, it's unfortunate that, that it came out the way it did through no fault of you guys. I mean, like you say, normally, and I've been part of it, where a radio station suddenly, it's just gone. Why is everyone speaking Spanish? Why am I hearing Bible quotes? Why am I hearing... Well, sometimes on this you know, very 104.9 frequency, you heard plenty of Spanish radio or country music radio. Everybody knows that. That's why the app is the way to go. App is the way to go. Uh, and I would say this, just for general media conversation, and yes, I mean, the month has been challenging, but there were those who were for just shutting it down and not giving the weeks of conversation for folks to say their goodbyes and that kind of stuff. So you can judge it in your own, whether you thought that was the right way or you know the, whatever. Uh, that's the way it was done. And so sometimes it came along as, as clunky and uh, you know confusing. Well, but, you, but you're contractually, I mean, you know, you can't really get into the weeds on certain things. And yet listeners who've been with you ever, that's what they want. They want a big level of detail because their world is about to change. Well, and Knowing I hope they a, realize, and I hope you realize that if you're listening right now, that I, I, I will always give you the detail I can when I can. And so what we couldn't say in real time was also something we couldn't say. So now we're able to say what we're saying today, and hopefully there'll be more to come on uh, everything that's coming. And, and, and that's what we want, open dialogue, if you have a question. Uh, this says, uh, Hope Buck is going to go to ESPN. I do, too. I mean, I, I mean, my hope, as I said during through this whole process, is you know when I f- first came over to uh, the horn, it was ESPN Radio at the time. And it became the horn, and we put it on FM, and we grew it, just like we had grow, grown the zone before that uh, from 1998 until um, you know, we brought the, moved over to the horn. And, you know, now there, you know, there are three radio stations in the market doing sports, and I think it'll ramp up even more for the group over there with iHeart because now they have the Longhorns. And, yes, you know, the Waterloo group is now doing the ESPN, you know, signal, and that's a great thing. And, you know, I understand fully, Rod and I understand fully that in the near future we're probably going to be competing head-to-head with some people that we've worked with for a long time. That's good. Yeah, that, that's good for a that radio market. all the time. And that's, that's part of the deal. But, yes. again, uh, we – I know I wish nothing but the best for all those very talented people, and that's, you know, you know that, that's where we are with it. But uh, – uh, that'll be next Monday. That'll be the first show. Somebody asked a fair question that what's going to happen, because the plan is we'll be on today and tomorrow, and then the new group will take over the 104.9 signal. But our working plan is to not have programming on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just to run a loop of messaging. Just to, we got We have to transition from current shows to new shows. Uh, a lot of changes to be made. We have to build the show. And just to give some separation, Monty, from what was and what's going to be. Um, that also can be judged as a good idea or not. Doesn't matter. That's kind of the working plan. To uh, you know, we'll be back Monday, hitting the ground running, live coverage and full coverage, five hours every day of Longhorn Camp, Cowboys Camp, college football, counting down to the season and all that. So uh, we're excited about the opportunity, but at the same time, it's been a challenge in July. And, and so, what kind of affiliations will you guys have with these big networks? Are you going to have uh, Sports Map, or what's what's going to what's what's going to be the programming? Because you, I mean, you're going to do seven hours of local. It sounds like five with well, you. Somebody and then, said, you know, we've gotten a lot of national shows are no good. I, I get that. Look, but national shows also don't. Come that's with why power. you want to listen with you and Rod. <laughs> right. I mean, that's well, precisely and, and look, the reason. And some people love national shows, but at the same time, they come without salary costs. They you know, sure. You, yeah. You put the show on, and you get Jim Rome between 11 and 2, and then Rich Eisen 
from the West Coast, who I think does a tremendous show and uh, has great guests and kind of has a Hollywood feel to it. And certainly Rich Eisen during football season is outstanding. Oh, his guest list is great. I right. mean, nobody books better guests than Rich Eisen. So that, again, the, all these decisions were made above me. I would, did not have any say in any of the programming, which I have in the past, but not this time. Uh, I was only asked to do this part, which is the morning show with Rod Babers. But that will be the, uh, the middle-of-the-day lineup. And we hope you will take it in and enjoy it. Jim Rome has been doing this a long, long time. Uh, heck, Bucky and I were the lead into Jim Rome, or the come out of from Jim for a long, long time. And he'll be back in the market, Rich Eisen, and then we will have an afternoon show from you know five to seven that is called the Sports Complex. We'll be able to give you more details as we can moving forward. But we're excited to be on the air for you know what will be seven hours of local content plus high school football on Friday nights plus uh, Ranger baseball. We'll be your home for Texas Rangers baseball moving forward as we have been. And Rangers hopefully making a run to uh, a long run into October, and then uh, still be still to be determined on Sunday coverage of uh, NFL. And I also said that it to be determined on our coverage of game day for the Longhorns. I mean that's obviously something we'd like to do. We just have to get through this phase first, and then we can figure out what our Saturday game day coverage will be. Because we're you know no longer the we won't be on Bevo Boulevard broadcasting live. We are not the the broadcast rights holder of Texas football anymore. That will be maybe somebody else. I don't know what their plan is at all, but. We will not be there. Hopefully, we're somewhere getting you ready for Texas football games in 2023. What about, uh, will you guys be able to talk to Craig a lot? I mean, bring Craig on. He's not contractually obligated to not, I'll have you to know, ask come about on. That. I, mean, I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, to me, I mean, that's one thing I'd love is if y'all regularly would get Craig on just to talk about what's going on. I mean, he's just so much fun in so many different aspects that uh, it'd be great if you had some sort of ongoing access to Craig Way just to come on. Well, and, and we will still have our insiders from you know Inside Texas and on, you oh, know, on Three Sports. Oh, all the... And, all the uh, yeah, Rod and I have already been through, talked about all those things, the things we'd like to, to keep that we're doing on our, person, on our shows right now and then new things we'd like to try. And so, yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun experiment, but at the same time we, you know, Feel for the for the ones that won't oh, be back oh, doing awful. what they do. Man, it's just, just awful, you know. And you can imagine what it's like to lose your job very publicly. It's just it's it's really hard. Yeah, I hundred percent. Uh, and that's not I've been lost fired a couple of times for sure. in, in public, and I can tell you, it's no fun at all. This says, can we get the Rangers on the app? Unfortunately, at the, with the Rangers and then even the Cowboys, if we end up with them on Sundays. We're not allowed to put it on the app. That is Major League Baseball's rule. You have to do it through them, and same with the NFL. I mean, you cannot put it on the app. So, uh, if you're a Cowboys fan and we end up with that contract, I don't know where that stands right now, negotiations wise, but um, it would be mostly on 1260 is where you're going to. And 1019. I know there are people that can hear 1019 for people who don't know is a signal. When we had 1049 and we wanted to grow the reach we had, we put on and put on the 1019 signal, and it's a it's a translator that's in Williamson County, and so the idea was to cover more of Round Rock, Georgetown, you know, the, the Vandegrift Vipers are our team that we carry on high school football. So think about Lakeline Mall in that area. You, 1019 should still be good there, especially as we add improvements to it. But that is, uh, that is coming in the works and that kind of thing. So uh, the app is your fat, fastest way to find all the local programming and the programming here on the Horn. Rangers and Cowboys will not be a part of that. It's just not allowed. That's Major League Baseball and NFL require nobody. Nobody anywhere can stream a Cowboys game that's not the Cowboys or the NFL. Yeah, and if you if you if you want to listen in your car and go old school, then you're gonna to have to go real old school and go back to AM. You know, I mean, if you want to signal anywhere in town for the horn, twelve sixty. All right, we will uh, download that app. It's easier. So simple, just like watching Netflix. 
And it doesn't cost you anything. There's no monthly subscription fee to the horn, I can no. tell you that. And the ink uh, doesn't come off on your hands. We'll be back. Uh, hot or not topics before we get to the top of the hour. Ty Henderson will lead us through those. Also back into the big sports stories of the day, including uh, the Texas Rangers. Going active. Going all in. They want to get to the World Series this year. We'll talk about it on b and What's hot? And what's not? What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Matthew Williams, where are you with the avocado? It's National Avocado Day. Where are you with the mushy vegetable? Four. In favor. All for me too. In favor. National no, Avocado Day. Also, happy birthday to Harry Potter and... How about this? We had this story recently on Hot or Not about an amusement park ride, a loopy deal that just stopped for like three hours and people had to be pulled down off of a roller coaster. How about this one? An amusement park ride that malfunctioned that wouldn't stop. (laughs) There's an excellent problem. Yeah. Uh, A ride in New York malfunctioned last week and would not stop. place called Playland Park just outside of NYC. The ride called the Music Express. And you just go in a circle. Forward or reverse, and the music blares. I guess, you know, I guess that comes down to what song are they playing. <laughs> Doesn't matter at that point. It got stuck going backwards at full speed. The emergency shutoff didn't work. Maintenance workers eventually stopped by disconnecting the power, but uh, usually last two to three minutes. It went at least uh, 10 minutes, they say, according to reports. These poor kids are freaking out. God, did they have to time the turning off the power to when the thing was down on the ground? I mean that's that's a that's a tough business there. To unpull the plug like that, you got you got to wait till it's like coming around and down near the ground, and then you got to pull the plug. Yeah, that would be no fun, no fun. Uh, also, are you a roller coaster guy in general? I mean, do I you like to ride I rides? I was a kid for sure. My wife's a roller coaster freak. She's oh, like, really? Yeah, she she's big on. Uh, on the thrill rides. But um, you know, I've told this story before. But I grew up going to Astroworld. And I had a season pass one summer. Uh, where I could, you know, go any day, and I would. But man, I, so I love getting on the Cyclone and all the great sure. roller coasters there. But in my older age, Monty, as I've gotten older, uh, I've discovered that I still like to ride roller coasters. I don't like to stand in line. I am not a patient person, so the lines are, you know, it's not worth that to me. Like, like we went to a, a great the, the the roller coaster mecca in North America is at Cedar Point, which is uh, outside sure. of Cleveland, Ohio, to the to the west. It's right on Lake Erie. And it is legendary for its roller coasters. And so we went there, and you know, there was a brand new one that everybody wanted to ride, and it was like a two-hour wait. And I'm like, my, my wife and kids went. I'm like, I'm good. I am, I'm perfectly fine. Two hours? Yeah, to ride a th- you know, two-minute ride. But, uh, you know, that, that's fine. So that's you get my the fast pass. That's, well, they don't, we didn't have that. Uh, but no, so, I remember people in, in when I My oldest, you know, you know my son Griffin. Sure. Uh, he doesn't like roller coasters, so he and I hung out, and we were fine. But I would have ridden it. It wouldn't have anything to do with I don't like them. But, uh, but I have discovered in my old age that if I now ride rides where my feet don't touch the ground, so if I ride one of those feet dangling, I get some type of vertigo going. Oh, really? Yeah. I come off that thing feeling as hungover as I've ever been in my life. And my head is spinning, and I can't – my balance is off. It's, and so, but if I get on one where my feet are on the ground, it's good. I'm fine. That's weird. I'm trying but, to think what that would be. Some, something to do with your circulation for sure. If you're if you're lightheaded and everything afterwards, I don't know why putting your feet on something would would make a difference, but it must. Huh. I don't know. I have not been uh, to an expert to tell me why that is, but that is the case with me currently. Uh how about this though, Ty? 
A neighborhood lost its ice ice cream truck after someone complained about the music. This is to Karen. What are we doing? You're dry, depriving the kids of the pop, the bomb pops because you don't like the song that plays. Who are we these days? What's going on with this? Is uh... and plus, it's not like it's night. You know, I mean, it's during the day. That's not usually the complaint the ice cream truck guys get. He's usually selling weed. Well, <laughs> that. <laughs> Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy was it called? And yes, yeah, one person complained so much that they find the guy said, "Finally, I'm not coming anymore. Your neighborhood. I'm out." Yeah, I, I mean, why go where you're not wanted? Ty, what do you have uh, for us on Hot or Not? A man, only known as Toko, online, um, spent fourteen thousand dollars to create this costume where he's a border collie. Uh, CB tagged us in it yesterday. It's on your Twitter. But it's, he stepped out into public for the first time yesterday as a dog. He um, he identifies as a border collie. You have to see the pictures. I'll re- retweet it on my Twitter. But it's $14,000 to become a dog, essentially. Would you do it? Uh... You could just step out in your dog costume whenever you wanted. No. No, I'm not hot on that. Somebody, Jose, on the text line says, E, it's called You're Old. Well, that's true. I am old. I'm 50 now. Um, seasoned. I'm getting. I'm not Jurassic Monty yet. No. I'm getting I there, I never though. will be, by the way. I'm getting there. By the way, my mother sent a nice text that says, she, if she can download the app, anybody can download the app. <laughs> and she said that, I didn't know this, my, my grandfather, her, her dad, Jim Gaffney, would have been 100 years old today. You were still going with Really? Him. 100 years old. It would have been his 100th birthday. He, he passed some years ago now, but that's pretty good. So uh, he was... The best. So, uh, busy Monday. We're answering your questions on the future and where we're going. Also talking uh, Rangers all in at the trade deadline. No doubt about that. And Jerry Jones pretty uh, blunt about the Zach Martin situation.